0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Men's Mental Health Show. Spillo here, Brad Spillane. Uh, Got a good show ahead. Uh, Got a chap on today I've been looking forward to have on for a couple of months now. We've been working closely on a a few things, which we'll share about uh, with you guys in a moment. Uh, Don't forget, if you wish to text in during the show with a question for myself or my guest, whose name's Greg Holdaway, um, you can. You can text me on 0404 07766 pretty easy to remember that one, zero four zero four zero seven seven six. Big thanks to all manufacturing personnel, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. Uh, for all your staffing solutions, uh, give uh, Craig Beachy a call, 0416700870. And also to a big thanks to Mounties Group. All right, without further ado, let's get this show underway. I've been looking forward to having Greg on. Let's had a well, quite a tumultuous eighteen months. I first met Greg, who's a, a fellow men's table member, with myself and Bodie uh, when Bodie was here, of course. And um, he's uh, he follows the Buddhist way of life, very spiritual sort of a bloke, very uh, kind, caring, generous. Uh, and uh, well, yeah, we'll we'll get to talk about what Greg sort of does. But good morning, Greg. Greg, yeah, how good are you? to man? see
1: you, Brad. Thank you. So all right.
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming up, making the trip. I know it's. Uh, the last couple of guests have had to come from the northern beaches so yeah it's still an such a Wimper. long way
1: from Wentworth Falls mate it's just <laughs> oh, the traffic on the roundabout incredible. exactly exactly
0: <laughs> so mate how how you been what's uh, so tell us a bit tell us a bit about the Greg Holdaway story what's um where did you oh. grow up Were you, have you always been a mountains boy or uh,
1: no not always a mountains boy yeah yeah I'll leave the leave the listeners to figure out if they can uh, detect anything in my accent Right. That shows a little about my history, early history.
0: All right. So, Kiwi so
1: in there? Oh, you bugger! Hey. Eh? Well, I'm a Kiwi. <laughs> so, Bodie life. was a Kiwi
0: too. That's right. So, yeah. some
1: people can detect that still.
0: So, did you so emigrate over here with your family, or did you emigrate yourself?
1: Yeah, I was 13. I came over with the old man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. 13.
0: Big. Okay. I was. I think I was five when I came over.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, big changes.
1: Oh, yeah, big changes. Big, you know, crazy time in the family, crazy time in life. You know, it's been crazy a lot of the time, so yeah, it's all good, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Mate, we've, we've probably known each other now for just over a year, I think it's been, hasn't it? Yes, um, yep, yep. and you, you came to the table, um, through through I think Lloyd, uh, another member of, of the table, and um, it was. Yeah, it was astonishing really to to hear the previous six months of what you'd been through. You want to share with the listeners what had happened prior yeah, to that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Lloyd invited me shortly after my wife died. Uh, we were uh, uh, life partners for 30 years. So um, that's obviously been a major, major thing for... Uh, Shifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... uh uh, well, my whole life blew up really. I mean, mm. my, it had been a long time. She was sick for a long time. She had uh, breast cancer, oh. and we'd had years of, of, uh, you know, being carer and hospitals and drugs yeah. and struggles. You know, yeah. with a, with all of that, and uh, simultaneously, I was I was caring for my elderly mum mm. mm. who lived with us up until the point where where the responsibilities got a bit much for me and I wasn't coping and. Huh. Um, uh, so we ended up for the last year of Mum's life in the in the aged care up oh. at uh, Boddington. Oh yeah, who yeah, were, who were great. Yeah, uh, I was very involved with her up there as well. So oh. so yeah, and working at the same time, keeping my yeah. business going in Sydney. You know, mm-hmm. work school running yeah. in Sydney. Increasingly, I had to rely upon my, uh, on my uh, friends and colleagues to support the business side of things as things got oh. harder at home. Yeah. So it's been a long hard. Ten years. Yeah. 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 And, and, um,
0: and your daughter, Rowan, was she uh, with you guys at home as well helping or was she in and out of flatting or studies?
1: And Yeah, Rowan's, Rowan's uh, now working as a speechy. Uh, I'm very proud of her. She's wow. a speech pathologist in uh, Newcastle. Yeah. So she had four years at university in Newcastle and then moved straight into work at Newcastle. So she's been, you know, three hours away through all of this time but not living with us. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, my son, who just falls on his feet wherever he goes. Right. He's like 24 and living the life. He's in Germany now, isn't he? He's, in the, he's actually in the Caribbean. Oh, is he? I got, a, I got oh. a message from him this morning. They've just started their latest sailing journey of 10 days between the Caribbean islands. Oh, my goodness. Islands. He's, the, uh, he's the engineer on a, on a big ancient uh, square rig sailing ship. Wow. And uh, he's wow. been doing that work for quite some time now. He does he does three months on, three months off. Okay. Uh, based out of Germany, so his girlfriend's in Germany. So right. after these ten days, then they're then they're packing up for the big trip across the Atlantic. Every season, every year, they for the European winter they sail across to the Bahamas, sail around there, wow, you know, into the nice weather, and then they'll sail back again. So so um, he looks terrific. Yeah. But very um, typical, you know, lovely young person. Whenever I get him on the on the video call, he's in the engine room right. with his headphones on and the engine's running and he's talking to me and he's sweating and he's yeah. fixing something and he's talking to Dad at the same time. Right. He well, must yeah,
0: be incredibly classic, proud of so. him though, you know, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, very proud of him. He always wanted to do practical stuff. He wasn't very keen on school. Right. And uh, we had a fairly academic family, so yeah. I'm academically inclined and he just really wanted to do you know hands on stuff yeah, being a, right. being a bloke you know so he wasn't real comfortable at school and as soon as he got out of school things got better
0: he must and have been done. all right at school to become an engineer though you know it's uh,
1: well it's all been for him it's been a it's been a practical journey not an academic one. Okay. so he, so right. he started as a as a volunteer on the tall ships in Sydney harbor
0: okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, they take on all kinds of young travellers come in and they yeah. provide them with a with a Living stipend like fifty bucks enough to go to the pub, yeah. and they um, a week and they uh, provide accommodation, food, food, and everything. They live on the boats yeah. and they sail the boats and they learn about sailing and that's how he started as a volunteer. Wow! And then he just stayed on and you know got more senior and got more experienced and met his girlfriend on the boat in Sydney. She's wow. German, she was a German tourist at the time, so you know, and that's progressed to um, to being able to work overseas and yeah. having a real sailing job. Yeah. So he's. Doing great. Yeah. doing great yeah yeah well
0: done what's his name
1: Jarrah Jera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so yeah. like getting back to you know um I guess how we first met it, it, in the last 12 months we we've worked together with what you do in business which we'll come to in a moment about the Alexander technique but one thing I've noticed I guess with Greg Holdaway is connection how important it is to have that connection with other people, be it through this time of grief and loss that you've had to go through, um, it must be a tough thing. Because only just recently, your daughter had moved out and gone back to Newcastle. Now,
1: yeah, and so yeah. you're on
0: your pat Malone. It's
1: yeah, it's, it's been yeah, it's been pretty difficult. It's been really hard. Yeah, and you know, I've been falling in and out of being depressed. Yeah, and seriously demotivated. Yeah, not been able to do much. In terms of work and and whatever, so it's been a really challenging time. Right. Obviously, it was a, it was a you know you just, your brain is just crazy after. So what I, what I didn't say was that my my mum also passed away, a, a, a month to a day after Cathy did, after my wife did, and then so it was really and then the business I couldn't sustain the business anymore, so the business went in Sydney as well. So my whole oh. life just got blown up. And yeah. So wow. it, it does crazy stuff to your brain, really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. You know, I've been very grateful to have my daughter come. She quit her job and she came to stay and support wow. me, and I'm just love her for that. Yeah. And uh, but eventually, of course, she she needed to get on with her life. She's a young person, and you know, another job and so on. So, uh, I, it's been a progressive sort of facing up to the to the new reality over time. And yeah. then she left, and then it was just really difficult for a while yeah Yeah. that wasn't that long ago so so i'm still waking up in the morning in the big empty house yeah full of memories and yeah sort of rattling around and going
0: you know i can't imagine you know uh, just the pain mate how did you find that motivation i guess to be able to say well come on pick myself up i've got to go i've got to keep going here and 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 get back into work and and you know well, that because it's hard to sort of when you're in that situation. where well, I've not been, but in similar situations with other facets of my life, is is getting out of that pit, or well, that with the clay walls, you know, where yeah. you're, you're climbing up and you're sliding back down. And yeah, it's, it's it's one of the most difficult things to have to deal with.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, what can I say? It's not easy. Mm. So, so motivation for for work and stuff just kind of disappears. the only only reason I could sit in front of the desk is if somebody was going to be there with me because I was going to do it for them rather than do it for me you know So, um, but I have to you know really call out to the to the few deep friendships that particularly uh, well both people that I've known for a long time but local people I haven't known that well I felt really supported by the local community after that and uh, you know during the during the drastic times we had people bring food and Wow, support and so on to the house, which I deeply appreciate,
0: yeah, 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 that's just massive emotional isn't it? about that, it that now, type you know? of support it's so. it's huge, isn't it, because you know you just you know getting on with just the normal things in life that we do every day it it, it yep. becomes such an enormous effort,
1: yeah, well, you you get this like brain fog couldn't think yeah. by, couldn't think my way out of a paper bag, you know, I couldn't decide what to do, I couldn't... you know it was just. I'm not. I'm used to being pretty sharp in terms of work and stuff, and it was just, yeah, pretty difficult from that point of view. So,
0: so who did, did you did the, the Cancer Council? I guess with Kathy, your wife, did they send the support in, or was it more family and friends, or community based, or?
1: How yeah, so it yeah, so there's a there's a wonderful organisation in the mountains, the the uh, Cancer Wellness Support right. people in, in Lura, right? Uh, we support their uh, their uh, op shop. Got a yes. couple of op shops, one up here and down in Penrith, which f- yeah. funds that service. Right, and wow. my wife Kathy was tremendously supported by them.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh,
1: she was also involved in in because she's she's also a, a, a movement teacher like me and dancer historically. So yeah, she was running little classes up there for people with who who are living the cancer yeah. thing yeah. and um, uh and they were just really great. Yeah, you know, really yeah support them and then yeah. In the community, I had people come forward to to just provide personal support who who I originally met as as students, as as professional right. clients. Right. And again, I'm, I just uh, feel great that they were happy to step into my personal life and wow. you know, provide some provide some connection there. Yeah. It's um. Well, as as you would know, you were talking about connection and and yeah. and. You really feel the need for connection when you haven't got any, I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah. You,
0: you, you yeah, know. loneliness is a killer, isn't it? You know, is Because, a because thing. it's it's just horrible, man. It's just an awful, awful experience. But that support and connection is so important. And and kudos to you, man, for for reaching out, you know, when you did and, and coming to the to the table. I remember the first time you came, just how profound and open you were. About the experience of how you've been and sharing that with, you know, eleven other strangers.
1: Yeah, well, it was a, it was a, it was a very uh, weird experience for me. Yeah. I have to say, yeah. I mean, it was—it's been great and it's been getting better as time goes on, mm. as I get to know the blokes better. Very, very strange for me to do that in the beginning. Yeah. To, you know, my, my uh, history in the in the performing arts has meant that I've lived in uh, and worked in um, very mixed-gender environments for my whole life. Yeah. Never done anything really that was just blokes. right? So for me to go and do something that was just blokes was like, it, it, this is a new world. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was, I was a bit unsure how that was going to be. It's a whole
0: new experience though, isn't <laughs> it? You know, like particularly, uh, yeah, we're all very authentic in our own way, each one of us at the table. and um, yeah. But they're a good bunch of fellas. That, uh,
1: oh, yeah, you know, yeah. It's um, been, like I said, you get to know people after a while and it gets... Deeper, that, yeah. That sense of community,
0: yeah, it does, people, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic yeah. group. I um, I often find I go there and I just enjoy listening more than I guess, uh, you know, sharing from my own space. You know, I've, I've I've probably learnt more from from the boys at the table than I have from many other parts of my life. You know, it's a it's a wonderful support network.
1: Um, yeah, and you, it reminds you how much how much is going on in everybody's life. You know, because you you can have fairly superficial relationships with people and connections and whatever, Mm. without really seeing what's going on more deeper for them. And uh, often there are experiences in their history that have been really challenging or or traumatic that you you wouldn't know about unless there was some you know reason for speaking about those things.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That's a really good point, actually, mate. Um, A lot of the time when you have a conversation, I, I was just down the coast with my cousin who lost his father and. September, I think it was, uh, my uncle Jeff. And uh, just to sort of break through to, to get through to the, that underlying issue of how he's coping with his grief, it took took some time, you know? Yep. It, it's not yep. something that he was comfortable doing, but, yep. you know, after a few hours, we sort of got there and had a really good discussion and, you know, what he's doing to keep himself active physically um, but also mentally and talking about these things.
1: Yeah, will I have to say... That the the real key for me keeping my keeping myself uh, mentally constructive is, is exercise. If I'm, if I'm the exercise for me is a really big deal. Mm. I get out on the bike and mm. hammer the bike and the rowing machine and lift a bit of weights, whatever. Sure. And I always feel better yeah. after that. It just yeah. changes your whole energetic sense of yourself. Sure. Helps to really deal with the sort of depression. Mm. So if I, uh, if for whatever reason I'm struggling and I don't manage to do that for a couple of days I still, then I start falling in a hole mm. and it gets harder mm. and harder so yeah. there's a real clear connection for me between mental health and, and exercise and exercise
0: yeah. that's something that you and I have worked uh, closely on recently as well so, so let's, uh, let's talk about that for a moment the Alexander Technique what is Alexander Technique? how did you fall into it or how did you first learn about it?
1: Uh, I was a, I was a professional dancer in my earlier life, oh. and that's a that's a uh, athletic yeah. job uh, training. I was injured before I even got out of training to get into professional work. It's a very very strenuous, challenging athletic job. Yeah, obviously in the in the performance area as uh, as much as you know oh. being an athlete in terms of just the physicality. Yeah. There's the whole performance aspect to that. Yeah. and so on. yeah. So um I mean, just demanding on the body isn't it
0: you know what t- could you yeah. mind my, what type of dance were you were you into
1: Well I trained as a classical ballet dancer but um wow. in contemporary dance I worked in the <laughs> in the Tasmanian dance company for a couple of years Wow so I was in that world for for maybe 10 years or so Yeah yeah yeah
0: So wow Is that uh, where you met Cathy you, through uh, indirectly yeah wow. we had
1: a we had a a uh, mutual friend who was an uh arts lecturer at the college that i went to in western australia the academy of performing arts
0: you've been everywhere man so tassie western australia (laughs) i've been a few places yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. that's right okay that's right
1: yeah so you know that's where we met and and um the alexander technique came about because i had a lot of uh tension and stress it wasn't really quite so much about the fact that I was injured. People are injured in the dance world, or they were, and you just kind of live with it. And yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's something, you, it's like spurs in your ankle. It's painful, but we've just got to push through. And you know, know? You get it's sports, always nibbles. People get on
1: with it and whatever. So, and there's also the the thing that when, you, when you're uber fit, as I was, and strong right. and working hard, there's a kind of masking effect. Right. So it, it wasn't until a year or so after I stopped intensive dancing that I really felt the pain of... Of the injuries that I'd done myself, then yeah. I was like, "Oh shit! What have I done to myself?" Yeah. You know, yeah. because you decondition and the musculature just stops being quite so working so hard, supporting <laughs> joints and things, yeah. Yeah. and then you really feel it. So, yeah. anyway, I was that that tension performance connection was what brought me into the Alexander Technique, All right. And I had a few people say to me, "You know, you really ought to study Alexander Technique. It's really going to be great for you." And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, okay. What's that?" Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, eventually there was an opportunity to work with an elderly teacher. Right. Elderly, she was 87 or 88 when wow. I met her. She stayed with the originator of the Alexander Technique, F.M. Alexander, who, by the way, was an Aussie right. uh, from Tasmania. Right. And uh, she's So almost a Kiwi then, yeah. Almost a Kiwi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He did, he did take his life and, and you know, emigrate to the UK. Oh, and, and, did? Um, okay. Yeah. He, did, he did most of his professional work in the UK and America. But uh, anyway, uh, Marjorie Barstow, amazing, incredible, inspiring teacher, travelling the world in her late 80s, teaching large groups of people. And uh, uh, she studied with him in the 1930s. So wow. She, she trained with him. In the, she was her, his first professional graduate from his training program in the 1930s. And she was just, you know, I spent three days with her in a workshop in Sydney. The dance company gave me a few days off and uh, gave me permission to go and do that. And my life just changed overnight. I was like, this is what I want to do. Wow. It was incredible. So. And here I am, more than thirty years later, still doing still it. Still doing it, and
0: and, and teaching, and, and and had many students graduate through what you do. I think right at the moment you've got five or six students you work with any one time, or but that's only on the Monday I've noticed. But this
1: yeah. Well, look, we haven't really talked much about what the work is. So, yeah. So, so the, let's.
0: Th- what is what is Alexander Technique?
1: There's a the relation between the way that you're thinking. Right. About yourself and your act- activities, and the way that you're feeling, and what you are f- sensing in your body, and the actual coordination of yourself, your postural support, your movement, the way that you're organising yourself in action. And if you think about it, you can't do any kind of action without some kind of mental activity. No, you've got to have some decision about what you. I you know I'm going to yeah. stand up. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick up the cricket bat, whatever yep. it is. Sure. Every kind of action that you do has a has a has a decision aspect to it and yes. a feeling aspect to it as well as a moving aspect to it. Sure. So I have a specialty in helping people to link together the idea and yeah. the thought and the feeling that they have in relation to the actions and the things that they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's quite mindful, isn't it?
1: It's, a, it's absolutely a mindful process, that's yeah. right. In yeah. Learning to attend or observe yourself or to attend yourself in a way which creates the conditions for your best possible performance for yeah. any particular... Activity, sure, and you like know
0: often- posture, joint pain, all of those things. Would you say, like, just for the uh, for the laymen's listeners, it's kind of an offset? What I've noticed, but I could be wrong when I say of osteopathic uh, treatment, in a sense of joints or balancing or. Like-
1: well, this is a, this is the thing. That's why that's why Brad, I started with a, I started with the idea of your ideas. Right. Your thinking. Yeah. Sure. Your psychology. Yeah. Well, i start with there because we really want to be clear that this is about the way that you think and move. Yes. Right? And that there is a relation that goes both ways between those things. If you're moving in a way which is putting a lot of pressure on your body, it's yeah. going to make you feel crappy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you'll struggle with yourself because you've got discomfort or you're agitated or you yeah. can't breathe well. I was speaking yeah. to a bloke this morning. You Sleeping. couldn't breathe yeah. well. You know, yeah. all of these things are affected by the way that you coordinate. Right. And your coordination is a reflection of what's going on in your mind. Right. So the physiology, the muscles and stuff are reflecting the quality and the, the ideas and the feelings and the sense which is going on in your mind, right? Yeah. yeah. So you, it's very easy to think of the work as a, as a, and it can be used, as a kind of very effective physical training. Right. To help people do stuff better. Sure. And get out of pain with joints and stuff, yeah. which we, absolutely we do. Yeah. It really, it's good to see that this is a this is a way of learning about how you react to stuff. Yeah. How am I being mm. in relation to the activity that I want to do? What's mm. my idea about it, mm. and how is that affecting mm. the way that I do it? Mm. So you,
0: it's like retraining your mind. So it's very much a Buddhist approach about things, isn't it? You know about about retraining the mind from some of its negative energy into a much more positive approach or a different approach. That's
1: right, in a totally practical way. In a practical way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talk about creating a a yes plan for yourself. What's my yes plan? What's the thing that I want? And sometimes that takes a little bit of work and thought to kind of tease out what is it that's going on for you and what are you interested in in relation to this action or in relation to your your desires more generally. What do I want? You want to turn that into a yes plan. Right. Yeah, so I'll give you a couple of examples. So... I've done a, I've been doing this for 30 years. I've done a lot of travelling. Right. And I might be out on the road, I've been teaching all day, I'm tired, I'm driving home. I've got an hour and a half or 2 hours to drive home. Sure. I'm really tired and I'm driving to get home and I'm feeling a bit stressed. And then I hear myself kind of say to myself, this is really stressful. This is the kind of the situation where you might have an accident or something.
0: All right.
1: Right. All right. That's what we call a no plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's something yeah. that came it comes into my mind yeah. and I catch that and Mm. i realize that i've said something to myself that indicates clearly what i don't want Mm. Mm. and the training will help you to convert your no plans into yes plans yes to to develop that very simple very straightforward incredibly practical process i do want to get home safely yes yes right and then my behavior is going to come come from that that right and you see that in all kinds of mental health situations mental health physical action situations Mm. when I when I help people to figure out what they're doing one of the things that we'll generally see is that their idea is a little unconsidered right so I don't want to I don't want to put pressure on my knee yes that's a no plan that's that's immediately going to do that that's That's immediately going to put pressure on your knee right
0: you've brought up with me on a number of occasions yeah that's
1: that's right that's right so you go okay well you don't want to put pressure on your knee so Let's help you to, to balance your hand and body, which yeah. is what your knee is supporting, yeah. so that your knee has less pressure, so that sure. it can move more easily. Yeah. Right? It's very practical in that way, but you really see that it's oriented towards creating the conditions for things to go right. Mm. And mm. that can only really happen when you've got your mind on what you want rather yeah. than having your mind on what you don't want. Yeah. If yeah. you see
0: what I mean. But that's what happens with us, isn't it? You know, like Often when people are in pain... You know, even the most optimistic person becomes pessimistic or
1: negative. Yeah, pain is very challenging. I've had a lot of pain, and yeah. I've worked a lot with people in pain, uh, yeah. both chronic and acute conditions, yeah. Over, yeah. over many years. Yeah. And it, it might be a weird thing to say, but you can function well in life even if you have pain. Yes. Right? yes. So yeah. the work that I do, I often say to people, the work that we do is not a guarantee of getting out of pain, yeah. but it is a guarantee of functioning better yes. of doing better being yeah. able to do the things that you want to do even though you've got discomfort. Yes. And, yeah. of course, the reality is because there's a musculoskeletal character to the, to the work that we do, there's a physical character to yeah. it. <laughs> the reality is that the, uh, that, the, that the changes that you make, the constructive changes that you make in relation to your uh, idea about your action and your coordination generally very often does lead to relief of pain. Right. And relief of discomfort. Mm-hmm. People just start feeling better, being happier, yeah. getting more focused on what they want and being more successful at that. Yeah. And there's a reduction in discomfort. Yeah. And again, depending on the individual, you know, the person, the situation, that yeah. very often leads to um, complete cessation of the pain, you right. know, back pain, for yes. example. Yes, I've worked with hundreds of people with back pain and sure. got them to the point where they no longer have back pain. Yes, But the thing to say specifically is that the work isn't a guarantee of getting out of pain. You know, bit, I've worked bit, with people bit. with chronic conditions where there's, you know, they've been in car accidents or, yeah. or whatever.
0: But it's it's allowing them to develop skills to be able to cope or function, yeah. as you say.
1: Yeah, to do things really well, to be able to do the things that they want to do better. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and to achieve the things that they want to achieve, even if there's discomfort. Mm. So it's yeah, it's a it's a really significant to think of it that way mm. because it mm. focuses your mind on on the thing you want, the actions that you're doing, the mm. things you want to achieve. Rather than what you're feeling.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And in physical training, so the other thing, the other training, I did a long training in Alexander Technique. I was involved in training for more than 10 years. Right. And uh, then I went back to the university and, and I have a master's degree in human movement. And, right, right. Uh, physiology, anatomy, motor control, that uh, kind of academic yeah. area. Right. Right. So there's a you know muscular physiological component. Yes, The way that you move yourself, driving the car, or you're lifting things, or you're Mm. digging in the garden, Mm. or you're cooking something in the kitchen, there's always movement Mm. in everything that we do,
0: and habitual for for most. We tend to
1: do things without really thinking all that much about it. In fact, you know, know, people generally are are very unconscious,
0: yeah, unaware. If I could just give an example, it's like when when I first came to see, and I've had a number of. Surgeries and 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 whatnot, and ongoing chronic pain. The first thing that you corrected in me was what I thought was a good posture, with my shoulders slightly back and my you know spine straight, my head like almost directly in a straight line. If we're doing that, was that you got me to move my head almost a good three inches forward, like <laughs> ET almost. We were talking about ET last week. It was my nickname at school. And, and to, to sort of have my head what felt like, but you assured me it didn't look like, was in front or over my shoulders almost. And that immediately relieved some of the pain that I get, which is from my neck, through my shoulders or my arm. Right. And then when you explained it, it's kind of like, well, you know, the, the discs aren't at the back of your, your vertebrae. Right. Your discs are at the front. Right. And your discs act
1: as a cushion. Right, no, your you balance know. over the front of your spine not the back that's yeah. right yeah. that's right
0: which makes that's complete right. another sense but of course when you're doing it for the first time it just feels a bit it weird feels, <laughs> it, man that's it felt right. really foreign yeah you know? that's right and so that's i think funny. it was the second time i came and visited it started to click i started to get it and then i started to implement some of those techniques at home so i moved that from a connection of feeling that weight or pivoting more through my hips, through say even just basically sitting down, like the back of a chair is arched in a sense most of right. the time, right. so you use the back of your hips to push to the back of the chair, and y- y- an immediate you know reaction or, or notice that of of change.
1: Yeah, I, it's funny how a little bit of observation. Mm. A uh, little bit of cooperation with the way your body's made, yeah. and you get relief, and things have start to happen more easily, and your mind gets clearer. Yeah. It's a there's significant change just from cooperating mm. with your own structure, mm. cooperating mm. with the way you are. Mm. That's right, mm. and it is weird because um, we often find that people with challenges of one kind or another, injury, difficulty, you know, operations, or psychological challenges for that matter. That the thing that the person is trying to do is they're trying to function well, yeah. They're trying to feel better, yeah. They're trying to be okay, yeah. Right, but they don't really have good information about how to do that. Yeah. So you end up doing things which often actually make things worse. Yeah. Like like I've seen it many times. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I really, I really have to do this because my shoulders are supposed to be back here, and then yeah. I'm like, you know, your arms and your shoulders are not designed to go backwards i'm sorry they're not uh-huh. and if you do that you create a bunch of pressure around your neck and your back and it's more uncomfortable yeah, yeah. so you're doing True. things for the right reason you really want to function yeah. better and you care about what you're doing and the information can do with a bit of an update about what's about yeah. what's actually sure. across helpful. the
0: board through chiros, through physios through osteos yeah. Uh, right. yeah
1: yeah i mean there you know there's that there are wonderful there are wonderful practitioners out there and you get potentially get a lot of help from depending on your particular situation from Mm. different people Mm. certainly my focus our focus is on understanding you as a person Mm. in relation to your actions and what you wish to achieve Mm. so that we can give you practical coaching and assistance in achieving those things yeah Uh, yeah from the perspective of cooperating with the way things work yeah, rather than trying to push yourself around yeah. you know but, what I
0: but, mean? but another thing I've noticed is it's not just the physicality side the, the AT or Alexander technique it's there's a lot of that mental side which we've touched on I guess uh-huh. but unlike a lot of other physicians you're leaving with more tools about self growth positive growth Mindfulness,
1: meditation. Yeah, well, it's is a great, it's a great surprise. So yeah, the, the work that we do can be very just straightforward, practical. How do you get into the car without hurting your hip, for yeah. example? But when people get a little more engaged uh, with the process, you start to discover an opening up of consciousness and awareness about yourself, which is mm. new. Mm. Mm. You know, but for some people, it opens the door to a new kind of self-awareness, no. and it becomes a, a self-development process, as you as you say. Sure. Yeah. So, not everybody is going to use it in that way, and not everybody appreciates it that way. Yeah. It's not necessarily supposed to do that, but yeah. that certainly was what it was like for me okay I, okay I,
0: so yeah, yeah yeah, and then in turn, I guess through your teaching it's it's something that you're passing on or encouraging more and more with your students
1: yeah yeah, yeah we really we're really very keen to uh, to uh, to ensure that this extraordinary set of discoveries made by mm. Alexander. Are passed on to the next generation, right. and the, you know, I'm good at it because I've been doing it for more than thirty years, yeah. and I've been t- training teachers for more than ten years now right. to begin to, to bring the next generation into into yeah. play because it'll go on well beyond me, yeah. well beyond us, yeah. and um, the thing that Alexander discovered, you know, I do have an academic background, uh-huh. and and uh, I'm involved in academic work a little bit even now, right. and there's something unique and special about what Alexander discovered here in the back blocks of Tasmania and Australia, yeah. which so far has not been uh, f- fully understood, elucidated or recognised by the scientific motor control yeah. movement, sports community, right? right. So yeah. we're very. there's a lot of possibility there for developing the way that we understand how people function sure. for performance and for injury and in life generally yeah. based on... What Mr. Alexander discovered. Yeah. That, by the way, is a little cue for you to ask the next question. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So what did Alexander... What did Mr. Alexander discover? <laughs> oh, I like this.
0: <laughs> I think I can get you on every week. man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need cues. You can just tell me straight away. Yeah, very funny. It's quite, he does this, it, listeners. He does this, actually, not just with the Alexander technique. He does this just over a cup of chai or coffee, don't you? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, just,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. yeah it's good. Depends yeah. on, the, on the person and the circumstance, but... You know, one of the things that happened for me personally... ...is that I've found over the years that my my capacity to care about other people... ...and how they feel and what's happening has increased. Yeah. My capacity for compassion in relation to other people has increased. Uh. I wasn't like that when I started. I was so bound up in my own struggles and my own life... ...and my mm. own stress and my own stuff. Sure. And as I've progressed with my own ability with the Alexander Technique... Uh. ...and spent more and more time with people... I've really appreciated the f- and enjoyed the fact that I can engage more with helping others and really yeah. care about that. Yeah. So, so yeah, when I see somebody sitting across from me drinking a cup of chai, no, no particular people mentioned here, Brad. Yeah. Then um,
0: <laughs> I think we know he's talking about now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and there's something in the that, that's creating unnecessary pressure. It's creating stress. Yeah. Yeah. So I care about that. I'm, yeah. I'm not always. Oh, gonna, you
0: pick it up straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah.
1: So, you, but you know, and it, it is a w- what I do is a is a profession. Yeah. It is the way that I earn my income, yeah. and so it's framed around that kind of lessons yeah. or classes or that kind of frame. Sure. But in reality, Alexander's discoveries are there to help you in your everyday life yeah. in any situation. It doesn't have to be a professional engagement that right. in which you in which I might use that information. You know. Anyway, back to what did Alexander discover? Yeah, yeah. So. You, <laughs> what did he discover? Well, you know, uh, let me think of an example. Uh, you, you ever seen anybody get really angry, really pissed off? I,
0: I would know no, anything would about no, it. No, I came around that. to your place, I think it was last Tuesday after the show and we had a discussion and yeah. I was there to listen to you and I think I gave you five minutes and then I uh, yeah, you let vomited all you, my toxicity you on you for <laughs> the next 15 minutes. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> and maybe you needed to do that. That's yeah. fine. I happy Oh, enough. I felt so
0: better afterwards. I know you didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you see that there's a that there's a um, uh, there's a physical tightness, the muscles tighten, mm. right? Mm. Person's breathing changes because you can't breathe so easy because yeah. you're you know struggling. Yeah. And that tightness, what Alexander discovered was that that tendency to tighten and stiffen ourselves, yeah, is particularly related to the the movement of the of the spine the, right. the relation between your head spine and pelvis or your, your head and your body yeah. it goes backwards so when you see a person tightening in their neck that chin sticks out yeah right, right. and the head yeah. tilts backwards yeah, yeah and there's this pressure yeah and that pressure has a global effect on the way that you coordinate the way that you're doing your actions and on the way that you breathe the way that you feel and the kind of Quality of thinking—that what's going on with sure. agitation or freedom of your mind. Right. Mm. Mm. So he, he mm. discovered that there's a dynamic, moving relation between your head and spine, mm. which has a central effect on the way that we function in the world. Mm. And mm. It's fascinating. Uh, you know, the, in the Alexander work, it's talked about in a particular kind of a way, but it doesn't just apply to—it applies to human beings across the board. Sure. You see it in all yeah. kinds of contexts. Uh, one of my favourite. Uh, reference to that, of course, is uh, if you happen to be into horses and you like looking at the way that horses move, right. and you see that the, uh, the the trainers and the equestrian people will make an analysis of a horse's quality of movement for the for their racing or their show uh, jumping or whatever, yeah. based on the based on that dynamic moving relation between the horse's head and its torso, head and spine. Yeah, and they have a they have their own language for that. I'm not an equestrian, so yeah. But yep but you see that this thing that alexander discovered is kind of universal
0: yeah okay so it's across all living it's, it's across matters.
1: living beings yeah. Gi- well yeah everything with a everything with a spine, spine central, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing yeah. but in human beings you just see it everywhere in the way that we the way that we function that there's a uh, uh the balance of the whole person is related to the balance of their their head spine and pelvis yeah, yeah.
0: not so different from complete in other sense isn't it yeah, well, it
1: mean, does. It makes it. We're built. A, we're built around that core. Mm, you know, mm. so there's been a lot of talk about core, core stability, for example, sure. which is a big topic in the in the yoga world, or the Pilates world, or the gym world. You know, mm. which tends to mean hammering your abs a lot, right. and that's <laughs> the way that's come to be interpreted somewhat. Right, right. But really, stability is the stability. Co- that central organisation of yourself is organised around your spine.
0: Right. Right.
1: And the really large musculature, the powerful musculature, is lower right. in the body, around your pelvis and your and legs, and yep. lower yep. back, and then the connection of your spine through to the balance of your head up at, up yeah. at the top.
0: which right. which makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, because your your quads, your glutes, right. your, your abdomen, right. they're they're really the largest muscles in you.
1: Yeah, so when you're doing something which involves w- hard work or force or action, sure. that's you, your core strength. You yeah. see, that's right. You see that the that the system recruits the musculature of the lower body to produce power. Right, right. right. And uh, I don't know if any of you are good at um, I don't know throwing. Did yeah, you, you yeah I used to play
0: cricket for many years. Playing cricket for many yeah, years, yeah. I was, you know, I was one of the skinniest blokes, and I had a ripping arm. You had a ripping arm. I threw the elbow, shoulder out, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. could, throw, I could throw a ball hundred meters. Yep, there yeah. you go, there yeah.
1: you go. And you, when you look at the uh, the coordination of these actions, you see the the sequence. Mm. The coordination is the word that I use. The sequence right. of the of the activation of the parts of the body. From the powerful musculature, yeah, through into the upper torso, through the shoulder girdle, and out through your arm to the point yeah. where there's like a whip crack at the yeah. at the point where you release the ball, yeah. And that there's cool. a there are ways of analysing that, uh, sure. But you can you can basically see that there's a coordinated organisation of the whole person, right, that yeah. produces power, yeah. And for Effective golfers
0: listening, yeah. that you know, the the golf swing or the golf, the yep. distance where people yep. drive yep. has really developed so much in the last 10 years because obviously of this technology of camera work they can do to show you in this exactly you know, ultra slow right, motion, right, right, where right, the, right. It, it, the power is really mainly generated from the hips. Where you'd think it'd be in the shoulders,
1: f- wouldn't you, with golf? but. Yeah, well, when you say hips, you mean you mean the movement of the pelvis in the relation pelvis, to the legs. Yeah, because yeah. you, yeah. your leg muscles are, are, you know, you're working off the ground. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on a slippery surface, you try to sw- swing the golf club, you're standing oh, yeah. on a patch yeah. of mud, yeah. then your foot's going to slip because yeah. the, the yeah. power is coming from the ground through your legs right. so that you can turn the pelvis. Yes. Yeah. And that, that turn, as, as you're saying, spirals up through the body and out into the, you know, eventually out to the head of the golf club. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So one th- one thing that's really interesting about that is that the use of cameras has yeah. caused an, Im- an improvement. Yes, and you're like, well, why, why, why does seeing things in a camera make a difference? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because you basically you don't know what you're doing.
0: You, well, you can't see what you're right. doing. You, and can't you can't see, see what what where you're doing. going wrong. You can only feel where you're going wrong, to right. a sense.
1: And that feeling is is the is habituated it's, to your that's right pattern. So. Yeah. You, the thing that you do normally feels right to you, yeah. even if it's not real good. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're doing something which is which is less efficient than it could be or is creating pressure in your body, yeah. it still feels like the right thing to do. Yeah, right. Like you standing yeah. too straight. You're yeah. standing up straight and you lift it, your chest up, you hold it you you. and you're like, this yeah. is the way I should be standing, it feels right. Yeah. And well, it's I causing it you pain right. yes. and it's causing you stress mm. around your injury. Mm. Mm. And you only really discovered that when you stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah that's then right. Because you, then you feel the yeah. difference,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, yeah
1: 100%. So the reason my external point of view is so helpful right. is because it gives you information about things that you might be doing that you don't know you're doing yeah. because you can't feel them, right? Or you have the sensation about what's right and then you're like, that's just, you know, this is the way I ought to be. But then when you investigate from the outside, you discover that it's not so great. Yeah. You know, anyway.
0: We're with uh, Greg Holdaway, um, who's a a teacher of uh, Alexander Technique. He's had uh, some struggles with grief over the past 18 months. And uh, we're just going to have a quick break. And we're going to come back and chat about how we can get in touch with you or how do we go about it in the areas where you're at. It's the Men's Mental Health Show. It's uh, Brad Spillane here. And we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, it's a men's mental health show. Brad Spillane here. I'm with uh, my guest today, Greg Holdaway from uh, Alexander Technique, and we're talking about, uh, I guess, movement and uh, or body-minded, as as his company is called, and um, even mindfulness and moving into retraining or rewiring some of those things that we do or take for granted every day, and understanding that change can sometimes bring about massive change, yeah. even the smallest of things. A little
1: change can bring about. Massive change, big change.
0: That's right, that's right. So, okay, I guess we've got a pretty good sort of understanding about what it is about. It's a complex thing that I've noticed and we've been sort of working on this now for a couple of months, you and I, or maybe three months. And I've picked up a lot of good habits. There's a long way for me to go. How how do we get about getting in touch with you or if we're not from this area, so if we're listening back, this is global, I'm assuming. Sure, yeah. So there'd be, because I've got listeners in the States and Vanuatu, I even had somebody from Lithuania once message me. So <laughs> how, how do they get about just, I guess we can Google Alexander Technique, but how do they, people say in our community here in the Blue Mountains, get in touch with you?
1: Well, up here in the Blue Mountains, I have uh, classes in Wentworth Falls at home. Right. which is pretty low key at the moment. I used to have a bu- business in Sydney that ran for 10 years and after Cathy died we w- couldn't sustain that so I've just moved back to the mountains for the time being. Right. So I do see people privately and we have a little Monday class and Monday morning uh, which people would be very welcome to, to try out, to join in. Sure. You know. Uh, I. How do you get in contact with me? Well, I guess you look up Body Minded on the web is right. one way or, you know, we can... Uh, the phone number or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why do you get, can you give me the give me that number now? I mean, I yeah, my
1: I'm number's oh four oh eight right two five seven right one seven four. That's okay. me. Okay, great. I'll put yeah. that
0: up on the on the Facebook page for the Men's Mental Health Show as well, which connects through the community of other areas.
1: Yeah, so you may you may uh, remember me saying uh, I was running something at Bathurst this last weekend. Yeah, with the so Yeah, yeah, with the and Susan who are locals here. So. Yeah. We had a uh, workshop at the uh, Conservatorium of Music, the Music Conservatorium out there. Sure. Uh, I think we had 16, 16, 17 people. That's a great turnout. It was, turn it was yeah. a great workshop, really successful, right. had a lot of fun. Alyssa yeah. uh, is starting up a little practice out there, so we're supporting that. Right. And we're going to do the same thing here in the Upper Mountains coming right. up soon. Right. Uh, 14th of April or thereabouts, it'll be a Sunday Right. Uh, just a little three-hour class on a Sunday, sort of mid-morning time. Fourteenth right. of April is our current date for that. Uh, went with Falls School of Arts. So venue? Went with Falls so S- School of Arts on School the School of h- Arts on the highway. The yes, near I mean uh, the Falls Road on, it, on the, it, on the yeah, highway. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that will lead potentially to a if, if people are interested in a in a little ongoing series of classes. Is there a, a
0: cost know. involved with that on the in April, or is it the is it open and then down the track yeah so
1: um, the the one here will be 65 okay That's uh, not too there's bad. a there's a concession That's for um, anybody who's has a has a you know financial constraint of any kind i don't sure. really mind what kind of constraint we'll, we'll put oh, it down okay. to like Good 40 yeah so um, always happy to to facilitate people participating no matter what your financial circumstances are, wow. Uh, kudos, but as man. I said, it yeah. is a it is my profession. I do need to make some money because I've got to pay for my assistant and the yeah, online, well, that's no right. No no. You've got
0: to hire, the, yeah, everything. all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. um,
1: so we do need to charge something. But um, yeah, making it as affordable as we can. Mm, mm. So kudos, man. Yeah, and that it's just an opportunity to to have a an experience, a practical experience, yeah, to yeah. get an understanding of how this might work for you. Some people are. Uh, Uh, you gain something that has the potential to stay with you forever something really simple yeah something really practical
0: well i kind of felt like slapping myself thinking why don't i think of this earlier that's i I sort of went through that stage in the first three or four weeks i mean it might some of it is like common sense but it isn't common in the sense of how uh the balance and the coordination and uh, but it's been hugely beneficial. Yeah. That's something that yeah. I can say. And I've been to you know physios, yeah. chiros, osteos.
1: Um, yeah, like I said, there are wonderful practitioners out there who help a lot. Our yeah. focus is a bit different. We're really about the uh, coordination of your whole self in action, sure. how you think about yeah. the way you do things. Yeah. And as you create improvements, the kinds of insights that come from that in yes. terms of how you can do things even better into the future. So, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, we intersect with the world of... Of uh, therapies, so mm. we, we overlap with that with that world, mm. uh, but we are in a have a different focus. You know, we yeah. come from a different place yeah. in terms of that.
0: Yeah, Man, fantastic.
1: Yeah, and then then more um, broadly, we do. I have a little community of teachers, people that I trained in Sydney. So if you are listening from Sydney and you wanted to find someone there, we can assist with that. Right. I have a wonderful uh, long term relationships with senior teachers and and also great new, newly graduated teachers there. Sure. Uh, and uh, beyond that, uh, I often I often travel to teach. So I've taught so a lot of... You've just
0: come back from Europe and Japan, haven't you?
1: That's right. I was teaching in Japan recently. I yeah. taught a little bit in Europe, I, right. uh, Singapore, Malaysia this year. Wow. I went to, to do workshops over there. Right. So always happy to uh, organise, to travel and teach if the circumstances are right yeah. and around yeah. Australia. You know, I've got a little group of people I work with in Brisbane and, right. you know, around the place. Yeah. And then... You might just think, well, but I'm international, and like I'm in, you know, Lithuania or somewhere. So, yeah, yeah. Alexander Technique International. Just look for, look up on the web. Alexander okay. Technique International. It's sure. the professional organisation that I am a member of, sure, uh, and that I do my uh, uh, assessments with. So I help people to become teachers within that system. Right. Um, they're international, they're right. multiple languages and whatever. So. Okay. You, uh, so, yeah, look them up and, and see if you and can see find somebody can to you. But
0: for mm-hmm. you, it's your company's body minded. That's my right. company is BodyMinded. Is there a yes. website for that
1: at all? Yeah, bodyminded.com.au. Oh, nice and simple. And you can yeah. also find me at alexandertechnique.com.au. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sort of central web addresses. Mm. I'm still, you know, my life was blown up and my yeah. personal life and my work life as well, and I'm still in the process of figuring out where we're going yeah. from here. Yeah. So yeah. some of the things you'll see on the web st- uh, relate to our uh, you know, ongoing practices in Sydney oh. and workshops yeah. and things. Uh, and that's not all still in play. I'm still working oh. on, on keeping things updated. Yeah. Uh, but the front page and so on is updated. So, yeah, go there and see what's, see what's on. Yeah. There's also information about how it works and where it came from and so okay. on, you know, yeah. all those things. But, you know, really, personal connection is the thing. I'm all yeah. about personal connection, Brad. Sure. So Yeah,
0: it's something, yeah, if absolutely. You're,
1: if, if you're listening out there and you're curious about this, I'm really happy to talk to you. you've got yeah. questions, you can text in a question to Brad on the yeah. show or yeah. you can ring me up at some point or text G- me. Give us your number again. 0408-257-174 yeah. yeah. is my number.
0: Yeah, I, I've, and I've got to say, man, like, um, thank you for... Um, being so generous and and giving to to me and and helping me with my situation because it has been very helpful and it's got me out of a, a lot of pickles um, that I've I've often found myself in. Uh, so I recommend it, guys. Give give Greg a call. Have, give him a call. Have a chat. Yeah, great.
1: Um,
0: and let's get you back on again, eh? Okay. I'll,
1: yeah. Maybe we'll get
0: get you on with Greg, uh, Jeff from um, the, the men's table. From That'll be a table. really good discussion, actually. The three of us. Jeff comes on occasionally, and um, I'd look forward to that.
1: All right. Well, me too. There's a lot we can talk about, that's for sure. All right. That's
0: yeah, yeah. Well, Greg Holdaway from the Alexander Technique. Um, big thanks to Greg this morning. Also, too, a uh, uh, mentioned to to all manufacturing personnel, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry, for all your uh, staffing solutions, give Craig a call, zero four one six seven hundred eight seven zero. And don't forget Manuka Honey, b to body BWE. the number 2, body.com. Some great stuff. I've actually given some to to Greg here today. And you I, did. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been some wonderful stuff. But We'll be back next week uh, with another show. So we've got a, uh, the next two or three weeks are booked out and then I might be taking a week off. But uh, kudos once again, Greg, uh, for coming on and sharing uh, everything so far. Yeah, it's, on you, Brad. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate. All the best. We'll speak soon. Um, remember, let's not be quick to judge and be kind to one another. It's a men's mental health show. All the best, listeners. Bye-bye.